0: Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Romance and Color, your destination for real inclusive love. I am your host, uh, author and uh, romance enthusiast, Tati Richardson, one half of the duo here at Romance and Color. I'm welcoming you all back. And so we have an amazing interview this week with debut author, Lisa Lynn. We talk about her newest release, The Year of Cecily. Uh, we talk about representation, what it means to be Asian, a child of immigrants, uh, what family means and community means, and most importantly, why her romance hits all the yummy goodness of romance tropes that you all are going to love. So you all sit back, relax, and enjoy this extended interview with my good friend, and I'm good, to, glad to call her friend now, Lisa Lynn. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's podcast. We have with us um, the wonderful Lisa Lynn. Um, she is a debut romance writer from Pennsylvania, and we're going to talk about all the trope worthy, trope tastic things going on in her debut, The Year of Sicily. And um, she says she writes clever rom coms with a dash of soy sauce, mm-hmm. which I like that. I love that. I love that that handle so welcome 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 to the podcast lisa
1: hi everyone thank you so much for having me i'm so excited to be here
0: i'm excited to have you so first of all i ask everybody the same question when they come on the podcast but i think i know your answer already because i read your bio so when did you first fall in love with romance novels and <laughs> when did you kind of make the transition from i love romance novels to i want to write romance novels
1: for me, it started when I was 13. Uh, growing up, like my parents just took me and my sister to the library all the time. Mm-hmm. So I just grew up as a reader, like right away. Mm-hmm. And that is one of the hills I will die on. Just let your kids reread whatever they want. Yeah. not so, like like if you let them read Captain Underpants, I promise you they will read to Shakespeare and Jane Austen and F. Scott Fitzgerald and all the rest. But if you don't, but if you just stifle and beat the love of it out of them, they're never gonna get there. Absolutely. Let them recap and have underpants. But, <laughs> but I was like 13 and I was just wandering around like borders. Remember those? Oh my God,
0: yes, girl, borders. I love borders.
1: <laughs> and my like local bookstores. And I, I'm walking by the I'm walking by the romance section and I'm like who is this Nora Roberts chick who's taking up like half the section and the shelf space? In the
0: <laughs> Nora Roberts,
1: <laughs> like who is it? Yeah. And then I picked up one of her, um, McGregor books, and the idea of this matchmaking, like meddling grandpa, just intrigued me.
0: <laughs> yes,
1: I read it and I loved it, and um, I never looked back. I haven't looked back since. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, and you know, and for me, like. I've always just had story ideas stuck in, in my head. Like I thought mm-hmm. that was normal, something everybody does. Apparently, mm-hmm. not so much. <laughs> <laughs> but what changed for me was um, in 2011 uh, there was the RWA conference in New York City, and um, I was able, I was, a, I was local, and I was able to go to the just the literacy signing, mm-hmm. and I made a beeline for the Dare, made an idiot of myself. <laughs> a miracle she hasn't put a restraining order out on me I'm just but um you know she was so kind and mm. and she was talking we got to talking and she was like you know are you around are you writing with, with? and I'm like no but I've been thinking about it and she was like you should do it and that was what I and that was it like the next day mm. I joined and I just started Mm-hmm. Um, it took me a little time because my mm-hmm. book's only coming out tomorrow but
0: yeah <laughs> that's okay <laughs> okay it happened it's okay you still got it yeah. done yeah. yeah
1: so that's how that's when I started to say like me, I could do I'm gonna try and see what happens and mm-hmm. here we are
0: so you do have a background in like political science and stuff like that how did you kind of make you know what was the, the kind of work like balance for you to try to do this and try to just live out bl- bl- your dream of writing a book? um
1: for a while there wasn't like mm-hmm. that part of the reason why it took i guess it took me a little more time than it should have because mm-hmm. i was i had i was working as a state legislate for a state legislator mm-hmm. um and i also ended up working as like a paralegal at a at a at a law firm for a while mm-hmm. so that's mm-hmm. just but Then, you know, I ended up just working from home and doing things more part-time and doing working from home. And that just gave me a little more flexible schedule. And Mm -hmm. that's when I was finally able just to say,
0: okay, I'm going to finish this book. (laughs) I'm going to finish it. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. So what is the writing process like for you? Like what's a typical day look like for you when you're like, Like, okay, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to write. Am I going to knock out 1,200 words today? Am I just going to, you know, do I set, you set goals for yourself on how much you're going to write? Or are you just kind of like, I'm going to wing it (laughs) and see what happens? (laughs) 1,200
1: is pretty ambitious for me. Um, Mm. No, I, unfortunately, I find that I'm a pretty slow writer. Mm -hmm. And usually I aim for about like 500 to 1,000 words a day. Mm -hmm. And I, I am kind of a pantser. Mm-hmm. like I could kind of figure out what's happening I was mm-hmm. like right and I said, like get to know these characters
0: mm-hmm.
1: like for my second book like I had no idea the heroine was like a murder podcast like true crime podcast person until like mm-hmm. it came out on the page I am like where the hell did this come from but yeah, I-, yeah, I went yeah. with it <laughs> but you know and sometimes if I'm just having a bad day I will just send out a tweet and be like I need to write a thousand words I need to write 500 words like yell at me somebody yell at me so
0: right. write <laughs>
1: or like yell at me if I come back before they're done and inevitably most times like somebody will yell at me oh we'll yeah just tweet back yeah. go right
0: I mean, yeah if you put time, it out there they're gonna do it
1: <laughs> one time miss Bev even tweeted back keep get keep your butt in that chair and get writing and I'm like okay miss Bev told me to write I got it right now oh
0: yeah yeah when the queen speaks you gotta listen
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's like accountability factor I'm like I have these people on Twitter keeping an eye on me. I I have Mm -hmm. to write it now. Mm -hmm. Even if they're the worst 500 words ever written in the history of 500 words. At least I got (laughs) something to work with.
0: You know?
1: That's the point.
0: Yeah. So (laughs) where do you kind of draw your ideas from? So especially for the year of Cicely. First of all, I loved this kind of, we got to see like this world that you created for Cicely and her family. This kind of close-knit, loud, rambunctious in your business Asian family (laughs) um that you know I think all people of color can can sympathize with you know we all got families like that Um, like you
1: can't do anything without Auntie Karen like like wanting to know right
0: right gossiping you're just in the business you know yeah oh lord anyway I don't they don't that. believe
1: in privacy why don't they believe in privacy they don't
0: they don't they don't nobody believes in privacy everything is, is is their business too about what you're doing and who you're doing it with
1: um like try explaining boundaries to them
0: there's try. no such thing there's no such thing there's no such thing
1: like you understand where i'm coming from like they oh, just yeah. don't understand boundaries
0: oh yeah no no there's no such thing as boundaries like i'm saying i'm saying when i was little, it was like why is this door closed open this door can i have this door locked open the door i'm like god i'm just in here just reading like i don't want like why the door gotta be open but you know i was never into anything bad really but i was like why y'all like i I gotta have a door open or or whatever don't get upset get get mad they'll i remember my dad took the hinges off the door once
1: (gasps) okay my parents never did that
0: yeah my dad took the hinges off the door once and i was just like okay you're a jerk <laughs> you're a jerk what? oh god. my god because know. like you oh, kept Jesus. it locked and like yeah yeah and i you know and, and i got in trouble for something it was so minute too and he decided he wanted to just take the hinges off the door and i wouldn't have any privacy he took the tv out of the room you know all kind of stuff i'm uh, just like bro yeah okay. whatever mm-hmm. but yeah yep. so so let's talk about this kind of This context of cultural storytelling that you're doing via romance. Like, how important is it to you to kind of infuse your own culture in romance um, and kind of show this kind of side of Asian families that some readers may not have seen before?
1: I mean, for me, I just feel like there's not enough of us out there. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to add my voice to the mix. Mm -hmm. And like, one author can't be expected to like to be able to fully capture the whole Asian American experience whatever right 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 like a J.C. Lee book is going to be different from a Alicia Rye book
0: from Mm -hmm. a Courtney Milan
1: book from a Jackie Lau book because Mm -hmm. we're all writing from our own experiences Mm -hmm. and my experience is just not going to be the same as like an asian person who grew up in california whose family came over in the gold rush and they're like fourth fifth sixth generation
0: they're just gonna have a
1: different experience than mine right
0: right right
1: and our all our experiences are just as valid
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know
1: and we talk a lot about representation matters and it is like you hear all the time about kids who are like oh this is the first like first how important it was and how much they loved like seeing Tiana, like a
0: you mm-hmm. know, a Disney princess mm-hmm. who was black, like
1: mm-hmm. or Mulan, on, like it's so important.
0: Mm-hmm. Because it just mm-hmm. makes you seen
1: feel seen. It makes you feel like you belong, like you matter. And yeah, relevant, like, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I don't know about you for growing up, it wasn't that easy to find books that really had like Asian characters on them
0: in the Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It
1: wasn't even until, like, it was in middle school until I found, like, Amy Tan's Joy Luck Club. Mm-hmm. And and even then, that was more, like, literary fiction, like, romance fiction, like, that's really heavy. Like, to really do, dealing with, like, really heavy topics. And there's a time and place for that. But I also feel like there is just also a time and place where we could just talk about the fun stuff. Like, not everything has to be, like, a learning moment or like a teachable moment that's all about the hard things like there should be Mm -hmm. space for us when we can just have beef let's just talk about like how annoying like nosy aunties are and like and Mm. your mom wheeling a cleaver and you know like like there needs to be space for all of that and you know so that's like i'm just adding trying to add my voice my voice to that like you know
0: there's a there's a part in um the book that I love and I, I know we'll talk about it a little bit but I, it just makes me think about what you were talking about your mom with the cleaver <laughs> and how um uh, Cecily's in the airport or whatever and they say <laughs> like, oh honey you should you should probably have no contact with them and she looked at her <laughs> like what like what are you talking about no contact and I busted out laughing I'm like girl that does not work with like people that don't have no contact with their family like it has to be like something seriously vile us <laughs> to like not have any contact with our family i mean vile mm-hmm. to the point where we're just like okay it's like it serious like abuse yeah. so we're like Ab- serious abuse and vile for us like But the like the police like the, the police the involved. Yes. And, something. Mm-hmm. and and sometimes it's
1: just like a cultural lens like there's uh-huh. some like for cecily like it's just understood mm-hmm. like her parents are tough but she underneath, like they all, oh, she knows they love her.
0: Yeah, she it's knows. Just like
1: it works her last nerve sometimes, mm-hmm. and and for someone else like that looking in, that may not understand the cultural underpinnings of that. They just, mm-hmm. think, oh, your parents sound mm-hmm. toxic, and I'm like, they're not. But the,
0: the, the, but then you don't. You, it, it seems toxic to other people, but then other people don't see how all your ho- their hopes and dreams and things are pinned on you as a first generation you know the, and that is how
1: and that is lot. a lot of immigrant parents like maybe not just asian like that's how they show their love they want the best so they push their kids
0: push their kids yeah yeah, yeah. that's yeah. how
1: they show their love you yeah. know and and especially because cecily is someone and jeffrey is kind of, like who kind of grew up in the U.S., mm-hmm. so they have kind of like that Western, like yeah, amazing, like yeah. I like you could just talk to me, you know. You don't have to just
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you don't have to manipulate me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you don't have to break me down. Right, right, right. talk to me. But right. but their parents, that's just that's just how they were raised, and that's what mm-hmm. they know. And. Mm-hmm. And like later on in the book, like, and her mother's like, "Well, why didn't you say something? I'm not a monster who doesn't care about your feelings."
0: <laughs> that was too funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, "What do you mean? How could you say that?" Oh my <laughs> god, I love you. Like, like, I was like, "Girl," <laughs> but like, like, but to terrible. them,
1: like, but to them, like, that is them, like, helping. Like, we're going to push you to improve on these weak points. I'm mm-hmm. letting you know this is something you need to work on. Mm-hmm. And some, and sometimes how things are just said and intended aren't necessarily how they're interpreted and received mm-hmm. like her, mm-hmm. her mom is thinking i'm just like pushing her to be her best mm-hmm. and it's kind of received that just like just criticism just criticism i can't do especially anything
0: when right. we we get introduced to rachel <laughs> who she realizes oh my god they both been pitted against each other i don't want to spoil too much cause because it's gonna go into her next book so i don't want to spoil too but much like but book. it
1: is such a thing i don't know if, yeah. if something that happened to you when you grew up but it was always like you know you see debbie she would never do what you did she's a good girl she listens yeah. to her peers like yeah she wouldn't back talk why can't you be more like her
0: for me, yep. <laughs> you know, for me, I was that cousin that was the person that was like, well, you know, Tatiana's doing this. She's doing it. Why can't you do X, Y, and Z? Um, and that made me feel bad. And, you know, later on, my cousins would tell me that because in my family, it's more about the co- your aunts and cousins doing that. Cousin <laughs> the cousin, you know what I mean? Um, and, you know, we, I, I you know, my extended family, not so much, but it was cousin to cousin, like, oh, why are you not doing what she's doing And I was like I don't I'm not doing nothing special you know uh, you know or look at mm-hmm. look at what Tatiana's doing she's doing x y and z so yeah I, I generally... well maybe
1: maybe what Tatiana's doing isn't what's right for your cousin exactly
0: it wasn't right for them it, it wasn't everybody has to make their their own path and I think in the yeah. end particularly in your book I think that's what they that's what the parents realized in the end like, yeah, they had to take these paths so even cecily and jeffrey had to take those individual prayers break away from each other to find themselves to come back to mm-hmm. each other you know what i mean so for them to have even though it was traumatic the breaking up was traumatic and again i want to get into the dynamics of why <laughs> they broke up because y'all gotta read it it's second chance romance like, y'all gotta read it <laughs> um but you know the reasons why they broke up and i felt and i'm gonna get i, I felt the reasons why jeffrey breaking up with her were noble Cause I I was just like okay I get I get why he did it because he's like look I'm not trying to it's bad enough that you know I'm, I'm doing X Y and Z but if you have your family and my family coming at me at once mm-hmm. I, I, and I can't do anything for you I, I can't deal I'm gone you know what <laughs> I'm saying I, and I get why why he did it it may not be how he did it was right but I get why mostly he did it. mostly he was he was just in the bad place and he was being mm-hmm. a stupid man. Mm-hmm.
1: But, like, I also hope, like, readers understand, to him, he thought, like, okay, this may be spoiler, you can cut it, but he just felt like, like, I'm a mess, like, I don't have myself figured out, like, mm-hmm. what am I bringing to this relationship?
0: Yes. She's, like, yes. she's
1: set up, she's, she's graduating, she already has, like, flip and things about, like, what, mm-hmm. if, I, I, I don't have anything to bring to the table, like, mm-hmm. I gotta, mm-hmm. I gotta go, like, it's for the best, maybe she can find someone who's, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever, and then, you know
0: yeah you had to yeah.
1: go on a journey of self-discovery
0: a, a journey of self-discovery only to come back and discover that what <laughs> they needed all along was each other <laughs> what they the... needed all along was each other and 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 the support these, of each other you know these
1: is... two idiots have been in love with each other since they <laughs> were six years old it's just
0: it's... yes i love the fact they've <laughs> known each other that long that's <laughs> like that makes it so wonderful that their families are so interconnected and kind of because of the community that they're in they kind of have to be kind of interconnected with each other they're they're mm-hmm. going to be interconnected which everybody knows everybody in this small knit kind of part community of, yeah of Brooklyn yeah. that they're from
1: mm-hmm.
0: um so what when you first started writing this book what were some of the kind of pitfalls you ran into like with writing like you places where you got stuck or
1: (laughs) oh my god what 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 was that oh where do I even begin (laughs) where did I even begin um (laughs) well Mm. for me like the grand gesture and like and the black moment it, Mm -hmm. it took me like so many times to nail it like Mm-hmm. my my agent and i like went through it a few times before we she felt we got it ready to go on submission mm-hmm. and then my editor had me wrestle with it for a couple of times mm-hmm. and then um and for me one of the things i had to learn was like there was just some bad habits i had to break because like some mm-hmm. of the scenes i wrote like i was i really liked them had them fun but it ended up being like nine, 90,000 words Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and my contract is for 70 to 80 so you see the problem
0: (laughs) oh yeah 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 i can't write short either
1: (laughs) so so i had to like and i had to do like a massive slash and burn and i was like Mm -hmm. never again like so Mm -hmm. i really had to think about okay what is the scene doing like how is, is it just moving the plot along is it just having them discover like we're having the reader discover something Mm
0: -hmm. is it laying Mm -hmm.
1: some pipe like groundwork for something else that's coming if not like it's got to go yeah
0: yeah yeah. I mean
1: like sometimes like sometimes maybe there's just maybe one or two things that you can just say like I'm keeping it I don't care yeah and if it's like something small like and if it's not really gonna affect the pacing the flow of the story yeah do that just say I'm keeping this it's but an and also, like, honestly, if my, if my editor had, like, a lot of notes on it, I'm, like, gone. Problem yeah. solved.
0: Yeah, yeah, same. <laughs>
1: Problem solved. Yeah. yeah. Um.
0: Yeah.
1: So, you know, like, this has really taught me to be, really be more intentional and think about what each scene is doing. And if, and if it's not moving the story forward, it's probably got to go. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, so how did you break, like, when there were times that you were, like... I can't, I don't know where to go. Like you had a complete block. How did you like get out of those like writer's block moments?
1: I call, like I zoom or I text or I got group chat. And I'm basically with my writer friends. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Tell me what to do. <laughs> mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: And that is where having a writing community, like is just so important
0: yeah, because you really yeah.
1: can't do it alone.
0: Yeah. And and you
1: need like writer friends who will be there for who get it and who will Mm -hmm. just help you plot, let you vent, and do like you know, in the DMs as God intended, or Mm -hmm. in the Mm -hmm. private group chats as God intended, so you Mm -hmm. don't become the main character of the day on social media, which you don't (laughs) want to do. (laughs) Well, I mean, like if wrong, like how many times. With the main character of the day not be the main character just kept it in the dms yes you're
0: you absolutely right you're absolutely right you're
1: right <laughs> you're right you're right yeah oh. i mean you know and, and and they're there to tell you you're doing amazing sweetie or girl if you don't shut up and get back to work like whatever yeah. the situation calls for yeah
0: yeah yeah and you're writing about the writing community and being what did you did you kind of mold that writing community from your um membership in rwa or did you kind of like seek out writer friends in like twitter and other spaces where writers a kind of bit gather of, a little, bit, a little of both? bit of
1: both like okay. a good yeah i met some through rwa um but a lot of them i met like such as um Anna Marie rivers liana de la rosa um and Susanna okay. irwin um then they I met in 2015 when Avon was doing their second round of Avon Fanlit mm-hmm. and all of us were participating <clears throat> mm-hmm. and all of them were chapter winners <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: and all of them were ending up at the RWA conference in 2015 and I was like do you all want to meet for lunch <laughs> because mm-hmm. i just and I'm just flattered they all said yes because like I am like I competed, but I was, I was never even close to being a winner or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And they all did really well. They were the chapter Mm -hmm. winners and they all said yes. Mm -hmm. And then after that, we kind of just started, you know, we kept in touch and we, we built a support network and they're still there. You know, it's important. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That is so awesome. I mean, I don't know about you, but do you think, do you think it's good to have like in your group to have author friends who are around like the same stage you are? Or do you think no. there's benefits to have someone who's like maybe no. a little bit ahead
0: no. and reach back no. to someone
1: who's just beginning? No. Or what do you I'm think? Gonna, I'm, I'm, gonna,
0: I'm gonna say it's good to have a mix. I think you want somebody who's in the beginning, somebody where you where somebody who's just starting out, somebody was where whatever stage you're at, whether that's the beginning, the middle, or whatever, and then somebody who's well established. So I think you need to have a mix of people to kind of guide folks along the way so they can like show you where you've been. If that Mm -hmm. makes sense, you know what I mean. Like, like they know where you've been, so they can Mm -hmm. guide you. Yeah, in in a proper direction, and and, and, you know what I'm saying. Like, and not really misguide you in in a in a way that's like not gonna make sense. Because if everybody's starting out, all of y'all are lost. Y'all lost lambs. Y'all don't know what to do. (laughs) You don't know what to do. But if you have a mix of established authors you know even if it's an author that's you know maybe had one or two things out they've been in a anthology here and there so something they know about the publishing process they know about the creative process it's better to have somebody who's it's it's a mix of folks versus that makes, somebody yeah. who's, who's, who's who's the same because I just I just don't you know um I just think I just think about being in a, it's a I just think about today because today's my sorority founding day but I think about oh, being in a sorority. You're, you're an aka no 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 I'm a Zeta oh Zeta Phi Beta yeah Zeta Phi Beta oh my
1: god one of my law school classmates is oh wow cool like like her Facebook feed is basically all blue and white (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) yeah that's me um but I think about like that like you have like you have big sisters and little sisters you know what I mean like you kind of need you're new you're a new little sister you need that big sisters guys to kind of show you the ropes so to speak Mm -hmm. um because if you don't know the rules you don't know the protocol you don't know this that and the third then you're gonna make like serious mistakes you know like you need to someone
1: you need to tell someone like you don't pay a dime when querying if someone says like there's a fee to query this agent there do not
0: yes (laughs) yes you know and,
1: and that was the thing like i've like, I've been around, like, showing Twitter and be part of like Romance Twitter for like a long time. So, a lot mm-hmm. of things like sort of picked up by osmosis when they just kind of mm-hmm. talk about like someone who was covered as like a scammy. Just so, like, I kind of learned by osmosis oh, uh huh. So, you yeah. don't pay for that kind of thing, yeah. Or, yeah. like, <clears throat> you yeah, know? And, and having authors who are willing to, like, you know, like, do you remember when that publishing paid me hashtag went oh, around yes. and people mm-hmm. were like
0: to shocked in shock it was and the shocking disparity. yeah it was
1: mm-hmm. shocking mm-hmm. and i'm like i think i was querying i was on submission or querying at the submission at the time and i'm like well i might as well give up then <laughs> like what is this <laughs> nonsense <laughs> but i but i think you're right like you need someone who like maybe even just a few steps for a separate or two yeah, further separative. down the road mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so like you can just run things by like okay I got the, is this normal and they'll be like this is normal
0: you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so how has publishing your first book the querying process and rejections and all that stuff how does that kind of change your perspective on you know the whole process of writing and publish getting published especially by because you're a published tradition like I am so mm-hmm. how has that kind of like changed your perspective on things
1: I don't know so if what, it was your, what was your,
0: what was your perspective going into it like what was your thinking going into it versus now
1: it is definitely a business so mm-hmm. you have to stop being precious about my art it is a pro it is a business they sign you because they think they can make money off of what you're creating, mm-hmm. and you know <laughs> and you know and you have to be professional about it. you have to be mm-hmm. professional about it like I have heard stories about authors throwing diva tantrums and it doesn't mm-hmm. go well. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, you know, and, and it's great to have a good relationship with your agent or a good relationship with your editor, but it's at the end of the day, like your editor works for your publisher. Yes. They're on, that's, all, they're going to be on the, the publisher side. They're not, when push comes to shove, they're not going to be on your side. So don't, it's great to have a good relationship with them, but they're not your friends.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: can be mm-hmm. f- on a friendly basis, but friendly they are not basis. your friends.
0: yes, yes.
1: and definitely. and and same with my ancient, I remember like a lot of my friends who are like, do not, you know Don't be Meredith Gray. Don't be pick me, choose me, love me. <laughs> like, <laughs> and and like they stress, like, no agent is better than a bad agent
0: that's true yeah. you
1: know so uh, you know and don't be afraid to walk away if the if your agent and like a relationship is no, no longer working for any reason mm-hmm.
0: like mm-hmm. you're not
1: beholden to them and don't make don't let them make you feel that way
0: yeah you no know, just simple yeah.
1: things like it's like it's just really very much a business and sometimes it's so hard not to take it personally mm-hmm. and sometimes it's just the market is what it is because I have friends who are writing historicals and it's such a hard market for historicals right now. Yeah. Yeah. So like, and so sometimes like they're like, sometimes like, it's not the fact, it's not that what, what you're writing is bad. It's just that the market isn't right for it. And they don't think they can, the agent doesn't may love your writing, but they just don't think they can position it it in a way and sell it and make money. So it's, But it's so hard not to take that personally. Yeah. I, and not I, to make it, a, yeah. not to think
0: it's a judgment on you, you know? Yeah. yeah so you're hard. so hard. Right. Because like, it, I really did not, I'm with you. I really did not have enough tough enough skin in the beginning. And it really, <laughs> really, all the rejections I got for this particular book hurt so bad. And I was just like, I don't understand. And I think the one, when it, when I was about to quit and one agent that I really, really love, really respected uh, was like, no, I can't pass on this. I can't do anything with this. Um, passed on me. That's when I was like, I forget it. I'm just, I'm gonna trash it. i <laughs> And then a few weeks later, I get the call, and I'm just like, Oh, well I, you know, maybe I need to like, you know, toughen myself up. You know what I mean? So, I think you're right. You just can't take anything personally because yeah. it is a business. At the end of the day, they they're trying to sell books and they're trying to make money. and They're trying to make you yeah. money. So, yeah. you know, they're they're trying to. I mean, to this. I mean, from from everything, every little decision. I've learned mm-hmm. is a business decision. Mm-hmm. We'll have to talk online offline about
1: that. But oh, God, yes. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, but like I'm I had something similar. That. Like I went to one of those agent editor pitch sessions at RWA, and I got done, and the agent just looked at me and she says, Like, I'm sorry. But like I, I was pitching a different concept at the time, like totally different from what mm-hmm. what I ended up selling. But she was like, mm-hmm. I already have like client, authors on my list who are doing s- what you're doing and I already having like trouble selling them mm-hmm. and you're new and so it's going to be that much harder and I don't think your idea is like fresh or interesting enough I pass. Mm-hmm. I didn't even make it the full 10 minutes think, <laughs> for mm-hmm. the pitch
0: mm-hmm. so <laughs> wow yeah like, all right go, <laughs> all right, go get then, out of
1: here I mean and then when I got my offer from Thule my agent like went back to all the other editors who had my who still had my book Mm -hmm. and so she had she let them know like there's an offer on the table are you you know please get back to me Mm -hmm. and I like to call it my Monday afternoon massacre when I got about like five (laughs) or seven rejections in one day because they all just back to her and said pass
0: wow wow (laughs) but what was it about what was it about this particular book that made Tuli want to acquire it. Do you remember what they said to you?
1: Um, they liked the dialogue.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, the dialogue.
1: <laughs> um, and I guess like, I guess at this point that they were more willing to take a risk on something that, yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I guess it's like I wrote a holiday story, but that's but like not a holiday story that
0: you know a tradi- like lot probably- of traditional holiday holiday images, story so we see it all exactly. the time right 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 yeah <laughs> yeah right, yeah. right. So- yeah i don't i don't recall any like lunar new year stories i've i've not seen any mm-hmm. although this year hallmark had one um mm-hmm. they had a movie this year uh, i mean like hallmark has been making some some strides yeah. Yeah, some strides, yeah.
1: They ha- I think they had their first like Christmas movie with two
0: two male leads. Yeah, leaves, yep. which did you see it? It was good, yeah, it, was it was so good. adorable, right? It was so cute, it was, really cute. <laughs> it was really cute. It was really cute. The neighbor, it was got the neighbor something. Sure. Yeah. The neighbor, the neighbor favor, holiday
1: center, yeah. He had a holiday center or something. Holiday like
0: center that. or something, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, and I just love this moment. When like he and the neighbor just says to the aunt hey you got you got something on your loafers and he like yeah, Rosini that was the best part <laughs> and then he and he was like wait how did you know they are Rossini loafers he just gives him a look look and he's yeah. like oh oh <laughs> oh
0: <laughs> that was, oh he's that was so funny that was so funny like, I cracked up
1: his game chart needed a little it's fine
0: yeah 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 like but, like other gay people probably like people who are straight might not get that but people who are gay probably like oh yeah he clocked he basically clocked him you know what i mean in <laughs> other words he clocked him and it's not me. <laughs> he's like yeah i know you're gay i know <laughs> i know that you're gay <laughs> and then
1: he's like and, and then he and then
0: like a second i was like
1: oh this is a problem because he is cute like what am I gonna do do.
0: yes yes that's really a problem oh my gosh (laughs) too funny yeah yeah funny so how how um has it been kind of like navigating the waters of like this whole debut year you like this whole? Because now you got two books coming out, ma'am, Miss Ma'am. I got three. Oh, three. To... oh my my bad. Three. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Miss. Well, miss I we three. don't know.
1: <laughs> we don't know. Like I don't know if we get my if I get my act together. Maybe the third book will come out by like at the end of the year. If not, it may be a 2024 release well, excuse
0: month. me. We are a potential no. three, two and a possible, as they say in space.
1: No, because uh, what happened is um I signed my contract with Julie in in the summer of 2021. And mm-hmm. they're giving they just give they're giving me that lead time. And that's mm-hmm. why I'm not really releasing until now. They want to give me that re- lead time so I can hopefully get these three out like in a close release and get, start building that backlist
0: mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that's
1: why it was that's why they gave me a 2023 release date even though I signed like over like a year and a half ago
0: almost two years that's ago super smart. that's super smart and you're building like this this readership um yeah. how has how has response been early response been to year of cecily
1: I have been told very sternly are you, are, you, are you
0: reading the reviews first of all are uh, you a tiny, the like
1: i've been tur- told so sternly by so many people do not even think about going on goodreads
0: i don't, I don't i'll be honest i don't
1: yeah um and <clears throat> but you know but but the the support from my other from the fellow romance authors has been mm-hmm. so amazing yes, yes a lot of them are all like i'm so happy we're excited for you i mean like Tessa Dare just tweeted it out. Like, I'm excited Ugh. for her book tomorrow, and I'm oh like, my "Oh my gosh!"
0: Oh. Oh.
1: <laughs> yes, uh, but it's so, you know, and and I've gotten to meet like s- oh, several other author short debuting around the same time, like Lauren jessen mm-hmm. who's writing like Lunar Love, mm-hmm. and Tylene Vasconi, who's writing um "Sorry, Bro," mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. and Kyla Zhao, who's been getting. All three of them have been getting so amazing buzz, but Kyla's out with the fraud squad, who's been getting so, oh, many, yes. so much buzz. I, first of
0: all, I'm obsessed with her TikTok when she talks about fashion and all this. My God, her TikTok is stellar. Y'all need to go get, go on that girl's TikTok. Seriously, <laughs> it's everything. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, and all of them have been so kind. Oh, and nice, like, yeah. And, like, some, like, and I see them making all the lists, and then whenever, like, I happen to be on, I feel like that annoying little sister who, like, insists on, like, tagging along with everyone and refuses <laughs> to go away. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but that, this is gonna get buzzed, friend, because, I mean, it's, like I said, it has... You've All been getting time. some
1: great buzz. Like you've been making We're a not lot of talking
0: lists. about me on this podcast. <laughs>
1: you <laughs> don't tell you me what to do. <laughs> like, like, y'all. you have like pre-ordered the bil- Like, you have pre-ordered Tatiana's book, right? If not, what's wrong with you? Go pre-order oh her book.
0: God. This is okay. Anyway, so <laughs> your book has everything, though. It has the tropes. Yeah, see how smooth went over there. Yeah, the tropes. <laughs> yeah, like there's the whole family. You I know, mean, can I just talk you know.
1: about that for one quick second? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Originally,
1: what happened was um Tesley and Jeffrey Troy was originally like a novella that was gonna be part of like a non-Christmas holiday anthology. Oh wow, okay. And what happened was like an author like who gave who gave me this advice because novellas are so short, like you're really that like, constrained in time, like in, in word count and things, like mm-hmm. go with a trope, like you know like friends of lovers or like second chance mm-hmm. and things like that because mm-hmm. that means they already have that relationship and that's going to do mm-hmm. a lot of the heavy lifting for you when it comes oh, to yeah. building that relationship mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. opposed to having someone who's never met before like mm-hmm. it does a lot of the work for you so that's why mm-hmm. it ended up being a second chance romance
0: but I so like I like that you. though I like it because like you can tell that they're so annoyed with each other. Like, <laughs> you know the love is still there. They're so freaking annoyed with each other. I'm just like, I, and then about halfway through, I was like, man, if y'all don't hurry up and have sex, and sure enough, I was like, well, <laughs> they about to have sex. They <laughs> like, hurry up and have sex already. And I was like, well, they about to have sex. Okay, I mean, but they have sex several times. Lord have mercy. we sex. talk about? Can we just talk about how awkward and
1: like surreal yes. and horrible they were to write them? Especially, yes. like, the first time. Yes,
0: yes, yes. Let's talk about it.
1: Like, like, I need to lock my doors. I need to make sure, like, my, nobody, like, just walks in behind me and reads <laughs> over my shoulder or something. Because, oh. I like, I don't understand romance authors who's, like, in the pre-Panini times when they would be, like, I'm going to Starbucks for, like, three, four hours, and I'm writing. I'm, like, then what if someone with, like, a little six-year-old or something walks behind you and starts reading, like, mommy, what is it, bleh?
0: I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I I cannot do that.
0: things are difficult, I think, because for me it's about the mecha- It's not really the the sex per se. It's just like the mechanics. Oh, like okay, do I have this hand in the right place? Do I does this like, work in their position like, this like, way? <laughs> and like, I, I thought,
1: can her, her legs actually do that and get up there? <laughs>
0: And I thought they remind me because I saw Katie Robert and she was saying that she used her baby's Barbie dolls <gasps> to um to like act stuff out, especially if it's like a group thing. <laughs> so she like she uses the Barbie dolls, and I'm no like, huh.
1: Tatiana. She has posted, tweeted I pictures know, of the I know,
0: I of know. the blocking scenes of the Barbies, I, and I I'm know. like, I crack up, I crack up. <laughs> and so um I I I, I, did, I did that one day, and my daughter was like, "What are you doing? Do you want to just play Barbies?" And I was like. No, I was like, I was trying to. I you was trying not to use the Barbies, but she was like, "What are they doing?" What did I said? They're you do not. Games. How much did you like
1: wanted to pay anybody any amount of money not to have that conversation
0: with her at that moment? I know I did. I was so I was so ashamed, but I was like, you know what? <laughs> I have to do this when she's not home. I'm gonna to try and do this when she's not home. But she she called me one day, so.
1: I mean, like, that oh, well. is also the reason why I had, like, Judith just look at Cecily, like, he must be so good in bed. Like, it's the only explanation.
0: Yes, 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 And yes.
1: that to make it worse, she's like, trust me, I get it. Good sex is important. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no one ever wants to hear those words from their mother's mouth.
0: No. no. Never. Never. No. Never. Mm-hmm. Oh my god so how much okay i know we draw from a lot of our own experiences with <laughs> how much and i'm not talking about the sex things i'm not gonna go in there but how much of the other stuff you kind of relied on your own experiences with your family your family diner you don't have to get too personal but your family, no but your like family definitely dynamic.
1: the family definitely like the lunar new year of the food and the red envelopes and the First big all, delicious this, celebration this book made yeah.
0: me so hungry like I was so hungry, I, when I was reading, I was like, "I'm so hungry! Like I want." I all mean, Tatiana,
1: you know, Lunar New Year is this Sunday, so head Did to Chinatown. To
0: okay, like they're gonna okay. have
1: like they're gonna have some deals. Like there's gonna okay. be something happening.
0: Okay, this Sunday. Okay, okay, but Lunar okay. New Year
1: is Sunday. I'm just saying.
0: Okay. Okay. You know, okay.
1: and the firecrackers, the dragon dancing, and things like that. You know, mm. and and you know, and, you know, my, my family is pretty small, but, like, mm-hmm. when we get together with the bigger branches, like, it, mm. it is, like, big and loud, like, it is Huge. what it is.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, um, and, you know, and sometimes, you know, like, with Asian parents, and I, again, this may also be, like, an immigrant thing, like, they want, like, the things they value most, because they didn't have it, is, like, stability,
0: mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so that's
1: why they push you into, like, be a doctor, be a I'm lawyer, like, a lawyer,
0: engineer, that's it. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, you know, for Jeffrey to take a departure into something oh, as like you know,
0: yeah.
1: into like in the creative arts like yes. Like that was something that fact like, it's going to take his parents a minute to like get their minds around and be like okay with. And it's not coming Wait. from a bad place. They're just afraid for him you know like it's so mm-hmm. vol- it's not it's not stable so like
0: volatile yeah it's not that
1: like mm-hmm. they don't believe in him it's like they're just afraid for him you know that's what they're for like him. Well, yes. why don't you do that so that way and like his mom said like people always need doctors
0: <laughs> yes always need doctors yes and like when he gets so offended when they give him the red envelope and he's just like i don't need your money <laughs> i don't need your money and he just throws <laughs> out or whatever, and I'm just like, oh. But I, I, I saw that it's coming from a place of concern because you're a parent no. because you I'm a understand parent, exactly you
1: understand, you understand that they're coming from a place of concern. They're worried, like we're worried about you.
0: Parents, and it, are, listen. I don't, I don't care how old you are. Your parent, your grandparent is gonna slide <laughs> you twenty dollars. You know what I mean? They're gonna slide you some money. I'm, I'm, I'm. Density. They're gonna slide you some money. I'll never forget my grandma you know she would slide me money she would put it in a birthday card you know all kind of stuff you know without me you know and y'all I'll open a car here's five dollars like come only need five dollars but she's gonna she's, they, they they feel like they're contributing to to helping you yeah. out in some sort of way yeah i mean
1: it yeah. also goes back to like sometimes even though some e- sometimes how things the way we meant, aren't exactly the way they're interpreted and received
0: mm-hmm. they're
1: saying we're worried about you we want to help and he's saying it seeing it as like you absolutely don't believe in me and you yes. think i'm a failure and yes. it's like and there's like and it's sometimes hard to to navigate that gap
0: and 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 correct me if i'm wrong and maybe i'm not i'm um, out out of bounds here and, and stop me if i am but there may be you know first you know, there's communication gaps there too in communicating um
1: absolutely <laughs> what
0: i want to say properly like, like uh here's the money but they, they can't communicate to you because there's language differences and understanding and everything even though you may both speak the language you're first gen blah blah, blah they're they're uh, you know um mm-hmm. absolutely not, there's a communication absolutely. gap there they're not understanding each other they're not communicating exactly they're not using
1: their they it's not that they're not using the words like they're just not sure how to use them properly properly exactly they're just using they're doing it the way they know how and they're doing their best just like cecily's like dad tells her like i know she's your mother and she can work your last nerve but Mm -hmm. she loves you and she's trying
0: right you know right right. you know
1: so like and i hope i show that it's not you know it's a two-way street. They both gotta mm-hmm. be in the middle. And both like, gotta be
0: in the middle. Mm-hmm.
1: They like their parents gotta like loosen up, but mm-hmm. you know the the kids also need to get cut them a little, cut the parents a little slack too, a yes.
0: little bit,
1: just a little bit, just yes, a
0: little bit, <laughs> a little bit. Yes, yes. you know So let's talk about the next couple books. They so say you got three. Mm-hmm. This year, the next book coming out, I know that's the Rachel experiment. Mm-hmm. And we who get a little meet? we get we meet Rachel in this book, um, year of uh, Cecily, who Rachel was sort of her adversary now turned mm-hmm. friend. So, what is this book about? Um, with Rachel,
1: and you also meet the hero in Cecily's yes. book. Too. Oh, that's
0: right, yeah, that's right, yeah, that horrible blind oh, date. God, I, I forgot about that. Oh my god, yes, the blind date from hell <laughs>
1: i mean like but don't you feel like you fell for him he was he was such a good sport and such a trooper about it mm-hmm. too i was like mm-hmm. i was sub- okay this this isn't happening
0: like, so, this is not good like what is this <laughs>
1: go, just, just go find that guy find mm-hmm. that guy you can't you know <laughs> so i mean it's on the back cover so it's not too much of a spoiler this is um an opposites attract and this yes and it starts off in on a one night stand.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice.
1: <laughs> uh, ba- basically, like Rachel gets a job, like promotion from her company, and she's moving to their San Francisco offices. So now she's closer to Jeffrey and, and Cecily Kimberly. and Adrian. So she's part of yeah. it. And so you know, a part of her thing is she's just very much an aqua turtle like me. She mm-hmm. always feels like she doesn't doesn't always feel like she knows what the right thing to say or do. Mm-hmm. And you know. And so, and part of the promotion is, like, she's going to be in charge of her team, so she needs to be, have, like, good, like, social skills and connect and with, like, other yeah. clients and leadership skills. Mm-hmm. So she's wor- trying to work on that. And then she's moving, she's had a long day, and she decides to, and she ends up at this, like, CD honky-tonk bar, mm-hmm. and she runs into him there because he's from Texas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, he's, it reminds him of home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though, you know, and she's like, a place, you know, with cowboy boot lamps and like taxidermy everywhere reminds you of home. You say, yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like there's some tequila involved, like he convinces her mm-hmm. to ride a mechanical bull. And then the, you know, and no good comes from happen. tequila. No yeah. good ever comes from tequila. Okay. And, like I'm convinced.
0: <laughs> and then things happen. And that's all I know.
1: mean, and they're they don't think they're ever gonna see each other again in life but Mm -hmm. they do and then they decide to do like they have an arrangement he is a people person so he's going to help her with those skills Mm -hmm. and he's been thinking about opening his own law practice so he's gonna she's a financial analyst so she's going to help him do the market research and run the numbers and do some projections to help Mm -hmm. him with that but they decided like to keep this professional they're going to be friends Strictly platonic, all clothes are staying on. That's the rule. All clothes are staying on.
0: And we know what happens when people say that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> clothes never stay on. Clothes
0: never stay on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then the third book, which is just turned in last week. Oy, <laughs> oh boy. It's it's Jeffrey's sister, Bethany.
0: Yes, Bethany is going to get a book. <laughs> yes. Yes, I love her. So like when I wrote
1: like i loved her so much when i wrote Mm -hmm. her and like the way that she just scares jeffrey cecily and everybody
0: yeah she is a force of
1: nature and like she's gonna rule the
0: world yeah but she needs somebody that can be the kind of the 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 person the balance to her yeah
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep and so those are the two coming up so stay tuned
0: stay tuned okay so the we're almost done but i want to ask you a little this or that before we go a little rapid fire questions sure um <clears throat> your favorite book as a kid the babysitter's club i was obsessed oh. <laughs> obsessed <laughs> yeah,
1: sure. and like i one of the few books that had an asian character claudia
0: that's true claudia <laughs> yeah og shout out to <laughs> claudia <laughs> and for the black girl jesse represent representing you know what i mean ballet she was a ballet girl she was a ballet yes. girl jesse right yes yep yep mm-hmm. yep um do you like writing heroes or villains you don't really have any villains in your book but nah. everybody's a hero i feel like
1: i feel like villains might be more fun because i know like a lot of actors say like they love playing the villains because they get to go like all out and go ham up the stage Mm -hmm. and they could just do and say things they never ever actually do so Mm -hmm. it might be more fun to write a
0: villain yeah yeah. because the
1: hero always has to be heroic and do the right thing and that's villain
0: i'll tell you this as a person who just wrote a villain it's it's it stretches you it really does (laughs) i I didn't really want to make that person mean but my editor was like make them meaner and, I said, and but
1: also like everyone like they said like everyone's their own like hero in their own story so like yeah. how do you also make him feel like how is he justifying and making himself the good guy in his head mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you know what you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah.
0: do you like writing love scenes or dramatic arguments
1: i like banter, <laughs>
0: <You> like banter. <laughs> that's what okay. i like to
1: do okay
0: okay um your favorite place to write
1: My just in my desk in my own room. Okay. So okay. yeah, I again like I I I cannot be caught writing a sex scene at, at the at the local coffee shop. It just can't happen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, um. Okay. If you are a movie goer, do you have a um best like movie to book to movie adaptation that you've seen? Hmm. I know that's a hard one because we're. I we're love writers. the. Be-
1: I love the BBC version of Pride and Prejudice with Colin Firth and Jennifer L. I oh think God, that is that's the my best. my favorite. That yes. Is my favorite
0: hand down. My favorite version of. of, of, of he, Colin is the defendant of Darcy. He is Darcy. All, all due he respect to Matthew McFadden, Colin Firth, all day, Colin First, every day. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. The angst he had playing that man and the want he had. Man, listen. He, he, and the he, way he just emerged wet from the lake yes oh my <laughs> god you made me want to watch that tonight okay <laughs> and, like, and
1: then he has that like fancy scene he's like i shall conquer this i shall like you can just just so he's like a volcano so many fields
0: yes he had a lot of fields a lot of feels. it was so well oh, stellar stellar <laughs> so, so amazing so okay we already we already answered this one you don't read book reviews so i already know that <laughs> um what is the last romance novel that you read
1: actually let me you know i read um i was i'm reading yours actually (laughs) i said red (laughs) red okay fine if you're gonna be that way (laughs) um and i i I just got a copy of mia um Mia Heintzelman's Monopoly of, So, oh, it's, like, the, that's, it's um, cute
0: it's cute you don't yeah. like that yeah 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 um what is your favorite word that you use in your writing like something that you get dinged for a lot
1: if, in the beginning like one of my writer friends told me to Marie Kondo my adverbs because I was had I had too many adverbs,
0: too many <laughs> adverbs. <laughs>
1: okay but she was right so she helped beat it out of me
0: okay if your book became a movie who would you want to play the lead see you already mentioned daniel Henney in the book so now <gasps> all i see is daniel Henney, and so i'm like i mean i have good taste if i do say so you myself. do you do not gonna lie you do <laughs> daniel Henney i'm just is fine, saying girl <laughs> <laughs> he's fine
1: um and i i feel like and i um, i pictured olivia chang as, oh i um, love
0: her yes
1: mm-hmm.
0: okay okay
1: yes in my head even though it makes no sense jeffrey also looks like daniel (laughs) even though it makes absolutely no sense yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah it makes
1: no sense but (laughs) but she is actually going to totally nag him until she meets daniel henny someday
0: that's just Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. she's gonna meet him someday (laughs) Yes. yes 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 um where do you see romance novels going in like the next decade what would you like for romance (laughs) novels to be in the next decade um
1: i really want romance landia to live up to heas for all because Mm. like when we say that we need to mean it Mm. you know (laughs) um and i would love to see more historicals that aren't in london like I, I feel like all yeah. the historicals are like in like London or like Scotland, like you know, with some lairds.
0: I think people forget that you know you can start saying in the nineteen seventies is a historical.
1: <laughs> oh Lord, I that mean, makes me feel old.
0: The nineties. I, I one agent was like, I'm looking for some <laughs> historical set in the nineties. I was like, 1890s like no nineteen nineties. I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that, was the out of here. That, that was an attack. That
1: was an attack
0: it was i was like get the fuck out of here they were I mean, young too and i was like come on dog for real I mean,
1: and yeah. that's why i like i'm so excited for Liana de la rosa's lunar luna sisters mm-hmm. because even though it, it like even though the lunar sisters end up in london like mexican history and culture yes. are like front and center i'm like mm-hmm, i want more of that mm-hmm, more mm-hmm. of that yes. like let's get away from the ballrooms like let's I you think know? that's
0: why I like Adriana Herrera's um, A Caribbean Heiress in Paris. Even though, you know, she goes off to Europe, it's still this, you know, mm-hmm. Afro-Caribbean, you know. And mom, Vanessa Riley. And Vanessa you Riley, know? yes, yes, yes. This,
1: and of um, course, Miss Bev, who writes like historical set in America.
0: Mm-hmm. but Yes, yes, we need more. We need more, more people. Absolutely. Who, yeah, writing historicals. So there are
1: other places besides London and Scotland yes, people.
0: people. Yes. Please. Yes. yes. <laughs> I would like to see some, I would like to see some Asian historicals. Um, Have you read Jeannie Lynn? Jeannie Lynn? Who I think I'm like on my list, but I you know I can't get to everything. <laughs> yes. Um,
1: but there really aren't a lot of Asian historicals. Like a lot of Asian they are contemporary. so they're really it's not.
0: not. It's not, yeah. not you right. Um, so when it's all said and done, and you've written 400 books, um, what do you want readers to say about the books that you write?
1: Like, I want my books to be just a fun, like, escapist, like, Mm. read, I want to make you laugh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, like, it, it goes back to what we were talking about before, like, there are like, there's a time that we need to talk about issues like, you know, being the model minority and like racism mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is still facing the Asian community, especially mm-hmm. with the things that are happening with COVID and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But there also needs to be a place where we can just have fun and laugh. Really? Like, there needs to be a yeah. place for all of that. So mm-hmm. I just want to make you laugh and forget about like the mm-hmm. world for a couple of hours. And mm-hmm. just, and I also want people to say, like, even though my characters are Asian, like, you know, I've been talking about some things are just universal, like some things are just universal. And I want to show that. Like, you know, you may, we may eat different things at New Year's or something, but under under all of that, like, we all have, like, baggage and issues with our family. Like, we all struggle with dealing with the same things. Like, it's, you know, it's yeah. all universal. Yeah, and some family, family just is universal,
0: universal. Yeah. Family, yeah definitely and know.
1: like connecting over food that is just mm-hmm. universal mm-hmm.
0: you know it's just i'll tell, I tell you what Lisa, when we meet and we have new year's <laughs> i'll bring my black eyed peas and collard greens and then you can bring, <laughs> you can bring i will bring some bow some buns
1: i will we're gonna make it happen
0: <laughs> we're gonna make it happen some kind of way
1: why <laughs> fr- one one of my friends like goddamn if i'm not eating my green you know my greens and peas this year like that i'm not messing around you.
0: You got to for the prosperity and the pork. <laughs> got to have it all. Got to have it all. So, Lisa, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for coming thank on. You for, where, can, where can people thank find you, for you on me. social media? Where can people find you on social media and where can they buy the book? Um.
1: Well, if Elon doesn't kill Twitter until the next two <laughs> oh, lord, He's trying. He's trying his best.
0: He's trying, yeah.
1: <laughs> i'm at lafaresta1 on twitter and on instagram um my website is lisalimbooks.com mm-hmm. and then on my website you can find the buy links for the book
0: awesome awesome and
1: you know it's on audio and all that stuff so, so i'm gonna
0: ask do you have is it coming out on audio too
1: mm-hmm. and awesome. and my and the audio people said they wanted to do like simultaneous release. so hopefully it's going to be coming out like around the same
0: time sweet sweet yeah that's awesome so thank you so much this has been so much fun I had a, a blast I, talking to you me talking too. thank
1: you so much for having me
0: yes and you are welcome to come on anytime anytime
1: okay <laughs> you can't take it back it's on it's recorded people I'm coming back <laughs> she can't take it back <laughs> thank you I love to come back
0: thank I love you you Once again, I want to thank author Lisa Lynn for joining me on the podcast and sharing her, some of her debut year wisdom with me. I have to say, as a debut author myself, I'm definitely, definitely going to need it. Um, thank you all for tuning in this week. Once again, I am your resident Hope romance writer and reader, Tati Richardson, whose own debut, The Build-Up, will be out on March 28th. You can pre-order it everywhere Barnes. Amazon, girl. I'm even in Target, so you can go ahead and pre-order the book right now. And you can find me on social media everywhere at the same handle, which is Richard Writes On, and on my website at TatianaRichardson.com. And if you want to keep up with what we're doing here at Romance in Color, follow our Instagram at Romance in Color, that's color with a U, or our Twitter, which is Romance, the letter N, and Color with a U. We'll see you all next week. Take care and God bless.